She's like, hey, Louis, we've seen each other three times now. Are we? Eh? She just has to say eh from exclusive, we, and I'm like, you're out the door. <laughs> Welcome to F Boys in Recovery Podcast 8. Kenneth's back. Boom. He has more stories. Yes, I do. We already learned that in the last podcast, 13-year-old Kenneth <laughs> went to a brothel in his PJs. Old Kenneth got robbed and then fell in love and then had come on his stomach when his friends walked in. While the friends was looking a bit too long at... Your penis. My penis. Yes. Uh, and we discussed a whole bunch of other shit. Go check the last podcast if you missed it. But today, Gentleman Kenneth is going to share a story <laughs> about dating advice. About dating advice, yeah. Um, I'm going to give you the five best tips to uh, <laughs> make anyone fall in love with you. Five best tips Yeah, the five to best tips. get laid with a prostitute when you're in PJs and you should be in school. <laughs> No, this one is a bit different, actually. Um, it's actually a story that came from a good deed that I did. So, uh, not so long ago, uh, a friend of mine, a female friend, she had some guy troubles, and she was seeing this guy for a while, and she was really into him. But something happened, and she wanted to talk to me about it, because she knew that what I did for a living and... Which is a da your dating coach? Yeah. So she wanted to know how she could approach the situation. So she tells me like, hey, Kenneth, um, can I come over? I really want your opinion on something, blah, blah, blah. And you guys were just friends? Well, we were. We did have sex in the past. In the past, okay. In the past, yeah. But now we were just friends. And I say, okay, cool. Yeah, let's come over and, and yeah, whatever. I, I didn't expect anything from it. It was just something amongst friends. And she tells me her whole story about this guy that she was seeing and um, she was getting too needy because she has this very black and white view of um, either you are fully committed to a person or you're yeah. not committed at all. <coughs> so you're, yeah, it's just on a friendly basis. But for her, there was no in between. There was no like the situation of, okay, you have sex for a while and you get to know each other better and you become more romantically involved mm -hmm. and you build that up. That was not an option in her head at all. Yeah. And for a lot of people, this is a more natural way of doing things. Yeah. And she Let's thought... Let's take it slow and see where it goes, yeah. sort of gradually. Yeah. And she thought, oh, um, yeah, she asked the guy like, hey, I'm getting very into you. I Do you see this going somewhere? Or do you want to be like, not in a relationship yet, but do you want to be exclusive? So uh, like we both don't see other people. And for him, it was a bit too fast, but... I understand they probably had sex. Do I you have a time, a time frame here? Or how long have they been seeing each other? I think maybe a few weeks. And yeah. how many dates? Three, four, maybe. Fucking hell. Yeah. If a girl asked me to be exclusive after four, I, <laughs> I become, man. Yeah, but it was like put a week. Me on kind the, of put me on the Olympics and I'll break <laughs> a world record sprint. You said Boyd, a boy, a bolt. <laughs> like before, the, the first, the first, um, Fuck it, what do you call it when you, in, I don't know the English word, when you split up a word into syllables. Syllables? A syllable? No. You mean like a letter grip of yeah. what? Yeah. Is it a syllable? I don't know. For example. When you say like, fucking. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, fuck. Like, apple. Yeah. Alphabet. <laughs> Are those not syllables? Whatever. This, this sounds like this a children's like, podcast. Yeah. I'm like, hey, how do... <laughs> it is a children's podcast in the last episode at least. But anyway. 
She's like, hey, Louis, we've seen each other three times now. Are we eh? She just has to say eh from exclusive. We, and I'm like, <laughs> you're out the door. <laughs> you saying bolt by She keeps saying bolt. You yep. saying bolt? Boit. Bolts will be very, very jealous of your speeds when uh, you hear True. Uh, yeah, it, she said something along those lines. I don't think she used the exact same words, but it was something about that. And yeah, for the guy, it was too soon, which I completely understand. And she was like, they already had sex. And she was like, okay, let's then be friends and not have sex until you know for sure what you want. Huh. Which is weird, you know, because you had sex <laughs> and then you're like, oh no, let's not have sex anymore until you give me what I want. And then we'll see. Yeah. Uh, doesn't but anyway. sound like the very healthiest way to start a no, relationship. No, no, no. I, I agreed. I was like, yeah, this is a bit weird. I mean, you don't need to have sex with him, of course, but if you like him, you feel attracted and you want to get to know him better, then yeah, you're just lying to yourself because of some weird rule you made up in your own head that you don't need to have sex with him right now. Um, but anyway, she would explain it to me and they were, yeah, sort of being friends, so not doing anything. Okay. And she kept like, texting him and sending memes and everything online but she's like very invested and she yeah. expects the same thing in return but yeah. she doesn't realize that people's level of investment differs from person to person because you can be very into one but into someone but your level of investment will be different because it's just your personal blueprint which would be the same for this guy and for her it was like okay if i really like someone i need to like like push 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 like you know the pouncing cat yeah and that was that's what she was doing and yeah the guy was turned off by it and he said yeah. like hey to be honest uh it's you're too needy for me and you're moving like the way you're yeah, going about this i don't like it uh, mm -hmm. i think we just stay like friends and that's it so she was like oh fuck this like the third time something like this happened um and i oh really man, don't know she, what to she do. needs to reach out to uh, mates who's already yeah. on the, on dating coach for women true true she she doesn't speak dutch though but mates speaks english so yeah maybe he can still help her anyway uh she comes over to my place to explain this whole story and at the same time i'm just like literally laying laying like this in my bed so completely just on not your in my bed, bed. sorry just not my chilling. bed <laughs> i mean in my sofa i was laying on the sofa yeah. and just chilling. listening to her story right? yeah and she like sort of crawls on me to like explain like you know like a cat coming on top of you like sitting oh. and then telling the so story for the people not seeing you you're on your back on the sofa yeah and head and she does like her hands kind of under her chin yeah 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 exactly on, on exactly exactly yeah, yeah my, ch my like, chest like um you would see in a photo where Someone is reading a story and mm -hmm. all the kids are around just like laying on their stomach with their hands. Yeah, their sort of like yeah. that. She was laying on my chest while she was doing that. Okay. But it's already a bit intimate at that moment. Well, like, like she's laying on my... Definitely is. Yeah. So, um, okay, I'm, I'm giving her my uh, feedback, my idea of the whole situation and what she could do in the future to... Yeah help prevent this or yeah. to maybe still make something of and that's super tough by the way because something like this and we already heard that it's happened three times in a row and she scares these guys away you you cannot let's not go too deep here but you cannot solve this with any quick advice no. it's really like digging up old traumas what happened True. in the past what's going on here what's the pattern blah blah, blah. And True. that will take some work to fix true true it's, it's very deep and she expects, like, a lot of people always expect a quick fix yeah. when it comes to dating. Like, oh, I just have to do this, oh, then, then it'll be good. And for very few 
people that will work, but for a lot of people, there's so yep. much deeper stuff that needs to be touched, needs to be healed. And in this case, yeah, for her, probably the same, but uh, yeah, that's not where the story is going to. No, this story was that she was intimately on your stomach. Yeah, on my chest. It, or like chest. closer to my mouth, let's say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so we keep talking about it and we divert a little bit away from the topic and I don't know, she made this little sexual, like subtle remark about something and yeah, I was hinting towards mm-hmm. something specific and you know, I also noticed that she was doing these things and I'm like, okay. like she's Well, you'd be quite fucking dumb if you didn't <laughs> notice these things. Hey, believe me, there are many people who don't notice these yeah. kind of things. Is she into me or not? Hey guys, she's sucking my dick. <laughs> Does she think I'm attractive or no, not? No, she hates it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, please continue. Uh, this actually reminds me of something like, have you ever had sex with someone where it's more like hate kind of sex? Like you despise not hate hey but like you you're angry with each other for something and then you're getting it out there and then it mm. feels like m- a lot more intense very rarely angry but not well there are these there are people where i'm like fucking hell i would sleep with this person but only out of hate mm-hmm. but um most of the time i sleep with someone because i because you love them <laughs> that's that's too, too much uh, but uh, no because I find them attractive and they are at the very least bearable that's very nicely put but I want to hear your hate fuck story after you tell me what happened when she was on your chest <laughs> so she's on my chest and yeah we're just talking and she like keeps getting closer 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 and I don't know she said something like you know like the the helpless girl who's like in need of something like oh you should i don't know help her protect her whatever and i she comes like she's still like getting closer and closer so i give her like a little peck on the lips uh and yeah she starts kissing me but this is uh, i don't want to be rude this story sounds so boring but i know that if i imagine me being there and it happens and it builds up then it's just so much tension the build up, yeah oh, the build up is because there's a lot of tension and it's also funny because she didn't come for this specific like she she came because she had some relationship problems with someone and yeah because she felt i don't know so comfortable with me and attracted by my enormous biceps oh, you do have nice biceps thank you thank you they're a bit covered now in this should i put sweatshirt. them in the thumbnail of the podcast i probably should yeah yeah maybe editor please remind me <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious anyway uh, so we start making out and stuff and getting undressed and she starts, you know, jerking me off the stairs and I'm ready to take <laughs> her pants off. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, um, maybe we shouldn't do that. She's like, N- exclusive or not, say no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you going to marry me now? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, this reminds me of another story. <laughs> oh, this is also funny. Okay, this Finish is li- this one. Yeah, You're wait, horrible. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to. Come on, people can wait. It's like, don't waste my listeners' time. I'm worth it. Come on. Anyway, so she says, "Yeah, let's not have sex." Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, cool. I don't want you to feel like do like anything you're not completely comfortable with." And sometimes it's like a girl says that sometimes because she wants to be convinced. But I wasn't like, "Okay, I, I don't even, I don't want to convince her in this situation." I was just like, ah, "Okay, we're just chilling, and yeah, I don't okay. want to put in too much of the effort, sort of thing." Uh, and okay, she 
jerked me off in a very lovely manner. And then we said our goodbyes right after. And she was very thankful of uh, the advice I gave her and even sent me a text like, hey, uh, thank you for the advice, blah, blah, blah. And then a few days later, she texts me like, oh my God, Kenneth, the guy texted me. (laughs) (laughs) What the? Did they become a couple? Not yet, I think. Okay. Okay, to be honest, this happened like last week. Oh. So it's very recent. So I don't know if there are a couple yet, but I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I'm just saying something, yeah, pretty recent. Yeah. But the story reminds me of something because you said about the exclusive thing. Yeah. I, I once, I think I was 16, 17, I was at this girl at my place. Uh, she was Moroccan. And they were hey, a bit you more. You do have a thing for Moroccans. I don't discriminate. I'm a man of the world, Louis. <laughs> I, I, beauty is everywhere. Yes. You know? Uh, but this girl, we were in the same school and she came to my house. But as you know, as some people know, Moroccans, they're usually Muslim and they're pretty conservative. So it's sometimes a bit different dating wise. And this girl, we're making out at my place. We're getting undressed, this and that. And we're about to have sex. And all of a sudden she looks up at me and asks me, are we in a relationship now? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm totally speechless. I don't know what to say. I don't even know what to say right now. And I'm Please really don't you say that you said yes. <laughs> crazy. I'm like, I, I'm literally like, why are you asking me this right now? Like, what the fuck? She's like, yeah, I need to know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. I mean, uh, this is like the completely wrong moment that you completely ruined it. So yeah, we, we ended doing whatever we were doing right then and there. Uh, just because she asked me that because it was Aww. so fucking awkward. Oh no, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for myself. Like, come on, why did you do this? Oh, sp- she had a crush on you. Yeah, but like at that moment, asking me like, hey, are we in a relationship right now? But she loves you. I don't know, maybe. Did you ever see her again? Maybe. Does she love me or is she just infatuated by the idea of having a boyfriend? Because we were just, this was the second time we saw each other. You got me there. I don't know. And, yeah. I said, and, and you're the victim. I am the victim, <laughs> indeed. She was trying to... She was trying to love me. She was trying to create love in my brain. The when chemical you were at reaction. your weakest, aka my when weakest, you had a yes, indeed, indeed. This is like the, the foulest way ever. You've been completely abused. Yes. Manipulated. True, true. This is horrible. 100%. For the people listening on Spotify, Kenneth's hair looking quite stupid. <laughs> it's because of the headphones. headphones. Yeah. Or because of your head. Hey. True. Did you know that it's Wednesday night, 1 a.m. right now, when we're recording this? Yeah, I do. I just checked uh, the timing and... And that's... This is a dedication we have. So this made me realize you have all these degenerate stories. Me, on the other hand, I'm just hustling all the time. That's how people know me. It's 1 a.m. I'm recording a podcast. Tomorrow, at 9 a.m., I'll be in the office. Working, writing emails, coaching guys, making couples form, resolving, no, resolving, yeah, resolving, I don't know, making yeah. something of dissolving, resolving trauma for clients, inspiring the world. But I will not do these disgusting things that you do with girls all the time. Of course not. You are a saint. Yes, I'm pure. You are. You're wearing the pure... Uh, Maiden virgin white. Yes, white linen shirt for the people not on YouTube. Yeah, indeed. And for the people on YouTube, you might have realized that we have 
a ridiculously small amount of close-ups of Kenneth because I forgot to activate one of the cameras. I just noticed it <laughs> after 15 minutes or something. That's okay. We put it on now. We are professional. Tell me another degenerate story. Real quick one. A real one, quick with one. Boobs, with boobs. <coughs> with boobs. Oh, this actually is a good one for boobs. So this one time, um, me and a guy I knew, we weren't friends. Just <laughs> you were just doing things together. We just knew each other, kind of, yeah. me and this guy. And we both matched this girl on tinder i think yeah i think it was tinder and uh i don't know why but he was going to meet her and he asked to, he asked me to come with to this girl so he has a date with this girl at her house and he invites me with him he's like hey guy that i don't really know i have a date do you want to come <laughs> you wanna, <laughs> do you want to yeah i'm like yeah cool why not because i also matched this girl on tinder <laughs> and we were talking about it as well like hey just ask me if i wanted to come with is that cool with you and she's like yeah sure come come okay so we go to her place and we started watching a movie i think it was a horror movie probably and we're getting like we're sitting next to each other she sits in the middle very conveniently um i sit on one side here on the other side and during the movie i'm just you know very close and i i don't know i do like the very typical you know when you yawn in the, in the no way <laughs> people do that bro i was i think i was literally 18 or 19 years old i thought it was only the movies i you did the i did I'm the yawning I and my arms stretch and it lands behind but your i neck. did it in a bit of a sarcastic way as well so i did it like like obviously i didn't uh, like you did it with a little dab didn't you like <laughs> <laughs> i don't think dabbing existed back then oh Okay. It came later. Anyway, <laughs> what happened next? What happened next? So we're sitting there and it's actually this guy's date. And yeah, she's... Oh yeah, you're hitting on his date. Yeah, but she liked us both on Tinder and he invited me with mm. to her house. And she was he, like, yeah, sure, bring him. Where he could have been alone with her. But okay. no, he invites me for some weird reason. Yeah. That's still unclear to me. And I, well, she has like this... Yeah, how should I say it? Like a very open top on. And <laughs> during the movie, I, I started putting my hand down there <laughs> and grabbing her boob and playing with it. And she's like enjoying it, looking at me, and she starts touching my leg while the guy is sitting there. Is and he aware? I'm not sure if he was aware. Like there was a blanket, but still, it's pretty obvious, I, I would feel. Maybe he was too into the movie, I don't know. And then, yeah, me and the girl, we kissed for like, few seconds okay and then yeah it was very obvious and then later on the movie ended <laughs> we both went home like i didn't have a car he had a car and he's he dropped me off and said like oh okay yeah, yeah good night yeah bye-bye <laughs> you guys never talked about it on the drive home not really did no, you ever see the guy again yeah yeah he was like a guy from my neighborhood but we weren't friends um and the funny thing is like me and her we still hooked up afterwards like another day when he wasn't there uh, which is also very fun. But it was so weird that he invited me to come with him because it was kind of his date and then he invites me to go there and I told him like, hey, I also met her, she's also into me. Uh, maybe if he had like an idea of having a threesome or something, I don't know. Damn, that kind of backfired. Yeah, but also me, I did not have any experience to even make that happen. So yeah. I would not even know how to start something like that. Man, this reminds me of a horrible story of, of Dan. Yeah. He's already been on the podcast twice. I'm sure he'll be back many more times. But one of his most horrible stories ever, maybe you can tell it in more detail one day. I'm going to do a really short version. He had a massive crush on a girl. 
for a long time already. Back then he had no game. You know, it's old Dan or well, young Dan. He's absolutely clueless, probably friend zone as fuck. And one day he's gonna go to this girl's house and he invites his best friend, who was a way cooler, more popular oh. dude. It's like, hey, you should come with. Kind of like exactly what happened with your guy. The guy comes with. What ends up happening is um, at one point, Dan goes to grab, I don't know, a glass of water or something. He goes out of the room. He comes back and the guy's like fingering his girl. Uh, or the girl then oh, leaves and he's like, hey, bro, smell my finger, this type of shit. They're very young <laughs> at this point. Yeah, but and that's his world just shatters, you know. Bro, my heart would break at that moment. Yeah, if you really imagine that you have a huge crush on this girl mm -hmm. and um, you're kind of in a friend zone, you don't really realize, you bring your friend once and then he starts bragging to you. Maybe he, I guess he wasn't aware. And he's doing something like, hey, dude, smell my finger. And he just fucking... Yeah, I think, I think the friend had no idea, but... For Don, it would have been, oh my God, it would have been Man. so hard shattering. These are the type of things that turn you into a fuckboy lawyer, you know? <laughs> it's, it is very God. much a catalyzator, yeah. Catalyst. Catalyzator. <laughs> this is a very strong catalyzator. Catalyzator. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a weird Autobot. It's like F-Boys in Recovery episode, what is it, nine, featuring Kenneth, and then I have a little description of everything that happens in the episode. It's like, The the catalyzator, <laughs> the F boy catalyzator. That's the topic that's of a, this podcast. That's a very unique name for a podcast. Yeah. yeah, I was hoping for a better name, but I I'm I'm okay with catalyzator. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, with Sven, it was like uh, building a porn empire, uh, dating the priest's daughter, mm. uh, all all these extreme. And with Ken, it's like the catalyzator. See, why don't I have get something cool like that? Like, he has porn empire, dating a priest's daughter. Well, you... you. I'm, I'm Am I too vanilla nice. for you, Louis? I'm Am I not good enough? Do I even deserve to be here on the podcast? Do you want to do this in public? Yes, I do. <laughs> I want answers right now. <laughs> Tell me, Louis. Tell me, Louis Farfields. I need to know. I, it is difficult for me because then I have to open up. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I open up, your guests open up, all of us. Now it's yeah. your turn. Uh, excuse me, people, everyone listening now. You won't be able to vote at this very moment, but who wants Louis to talk about himself and open up? Uh, everyone? Okay, yeah, Louis. What the hell? You heard it. No one voted. Uh, no, but okay, I, I love you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so, Louis, tell us if you have to choose one generous story that you can think of right now, because I know you one have... One what story? Degenerate story. Oh, degenerate. Yeah. I thought you said generous. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. In, I'm I know. Jealous. I'm generous in all my stories, bro. I know you're very generous. I know like woman who... Degenerate story. Oh, man. So I have to warm up my brain first. Get some uh, long forgotten memories and bring <laughs> them back. Man, I have a... So the thing is, I have a lot of degenerate stories, but a lot of them involve a lot of friends and some of them are rat racing, working for big companies. Mm. They don't want to come on the podcast either. Like, I will lose my job, Sir Louis. <laughs> so I cannot tell any of these stories. Some of them have really impressive careers. Um, some of them have shitty careers, but still don't want to be <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> um, man, let me think of some stuff. Maybe I'll make it even easier because you have so many stories to choose from. Something in a different direction. If you had to choose a story that 
well, I'm going to use the word romantic, but what to you was a, like a story that's very amazing, but was not per se degenerate, but very like intimate in a positive way. Ah, many of them. Oh, this is interesting because the first one that comes to mind, there was not even fornication. Not even. But, but it was to me, it was very romantic. See, but that's the thing. It doesn't. There doesn't have to be fornication to be romantic. That's very true. Yes, <laughs> please, uh, degenerate <laughs> listener, do not run off because this story does not involve boobs. I'm pretty sure the girl had nice boobs, but I don't know. You don't know. No, she had a nice soul and personality. Oh, but that's oh, that makes me hard. No, this is and, and this story made me quite sad too. I'm gonna see how I can um, like summarize it on the spot. But I was in Ukraine mm -hmm. <laughs> in the queue at McDonald's uh, quite late, um, maybe like around 11 p.m. with one of my buddy, fucking mega degenerate. I hope to get him on the podcast one day. He corrupts people. But anyway, <laughs> I love him, but you know, yeah, he's a good guy, but he corrupts people. get him on the podcast. But so anyway, we're in um, the queue at McDonald's, um, takeaway queue by foot, something in Ukraine. And suddenly a girl is talking to a delivery guy, like a food delivery guy, mm -hmm. and she's 100% my type. You know, when you get like a little crush in the spot. When you feel the butterflies already in your stomach a little bit. Well, she was more than hot enough for me to not walk up to her. I was like, fuck, no, I don't, I don't know. And she was talking to this delivery guy. But in my mind, it would have been someone that she was dating because it was, I don't know, the conversation seemed so like they were familiar with each mm -hmm. other. And um, I ordered my chicken nuggets and I'm waiting for them. And she walks off and she's wearing these, these fucking dope pants. It's like a cow print, like fully white pants with black cow uh, spots, marks, what do you call it? Flecken? Yeah. yeah. In Dutch? Cows, I think, yeah. It's well, cow pants, you know yeah. what I mean. And um, I think like a crop top, perfect stomach. Oh, I love her face. I love everything about her. And she's walking off and my friend sees me looking and he's like, she's a 100% Louis girl, right? <laughs> he knew. She is. He's like, go bro, talk to her. I'm like, oh man. She was just talking to this guy. I think they have something I'm not going to do. I was just being a massive pussy. Mm -hmm. And I ordered my chicken nuggets, so it makes it easier to rationalize not going to talk to her because then I lose my chicken nuggets. And I already paid for them in Ukraine, so it means that they were fucking cheap. But, <laughs> okay, fuck it. I'm like, he pushes me a little bit. I'm great for it. I man up. I run after her. And, and then my opening line was so good because I'm like, hey, I saw you and I wanted to talk to you, but I had just ordered my chicken nuggets and I was kind of waiting, so I had to choose the nuggets for you. And... Well, I chose you. <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. And, uh, and I'm like, well, hi. I love uh, that. I introduce myself and we start talking. And and she's, I don't know, man. She was something else. It was, it was so on. And um, we talked for like at least 15 minutes, I think longer. And uh -huh. during the conversation, she told me that she was talking to this delivery guy because she ordered three or was it even four McFlurries? And I was like, oh, to go to her house. And I was like, oh, fuck, you have people waiting for you? She's like, no, they're all for me. <coughs> all She's for the most petite, just super skinny, cute little girl. And she was going to eat all those. She had said she fucking loved McFlurries and she was going to eat all of them. Maybe it was bulking season. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe she was going to turn pro bodybuilding. Anyway, and uh, because we talked so long, 
the McFlurries would have been at her house already because she lived close to the McDonald's even. All just melted. So she gave that up for me. I gave up my chicken Aww. nuggets. She gave up all those McFlurries, yeah. And um, also remember during this convo, she was explaining, you know me, I get distracted all the fucking time. True, like you true. literally can't talk to me. <laughs> We're on the street, we'll be talking, there only has to be like one dog or one cat or whatever. And I'm like, oh, look at this. <laughs> and and this also happened when she was talking to me and, and I apologize for her. I'm like, sorry, that's just kind of how my brain works. She's like, oh man, I'm the same. And she starts like, she's like, hey, I'm like this in yeah. her crappy English with this Ukrainian accent. And she's like, starts fake walking. She's like, I'm talking, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, and she stops, tilts her head to the sky. And she's like, Wow, the stars. <laughs> and then she walks back again. And like five seconds later again, she goes like, wow, the stars. I'm you like, sound so goofy. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, I love you. <laughs> anyway, long story short, I lived in Ukraine for four months then. And um, I think it was like three months left after I met her. And I saw her two or three times over the whole time. It was super tough to meet her. Um, she was quite famous, like pretty big deal there. And she would always leave the country for all sorts of jobs. Um, it was super tough to meet her, but we, we sort of had faith on our side. Yeah. I'm a little, a little sucker for these coincidences. Mm -hmm. So what, what happened a few times is I was just walking in a park or in a mall, just strolling around yeah. and boom, I run into her. And I run up to her and I'm like, hey, it's you. And she's like, wow, I got off the airport like uh, out of the airport like 30 minutes ago mm -hmm. i took a cab straight to this mall because i'm gonna buy this specific sweater she sells me a photo and i just run into you that's kind of funny right but it's funny yeah. yeah and so we talk a bit and like we should meet up sometime sure we, ha we had already exchanged instagrams um okay she leaves for some projects abroad again blah 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 maybe a month passes i'm in some park run into her and she's with her mom um i'm like well, what the hell it's you and she's like what happened again she came from the airport and like one of the very first people that she ran into was me so we had this coincidence twice and then it yeah. starts feeling like destiny a little yeah, bit you know yeah, it does. and then i met her mom and i made the mom laugh blah blah and the mom was totally approving of you yeah well i hope so i i don't know but um i think so because the mom's gonna come back later but anyway then we had a date when yeah, we finally could have a date. Bro, the date was so fucking good. It, and it, it flowed so well. Nice. And we say goodbye. And um, she goes her way, I go mine. And I was like, fuck, I should have made a move. Why did I not go for the kiss? The mm -hmm. date was, I would have given it a nine out of 10. It's yeah. a very good date. It was a very good date. So I run in the direction that she ran, open some door in some hallway. I see her there. I scream her name. So for the sake of privacy, I'm like, Sarah. She turns around. I walk up to her and I'm like, hey, I forgot something. And I go in for the kiss. Yeah. And she pulls back. Ooh, I'm like, oh, so like, oh shit. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, I really thought like there was something, you know, that I yeah. felt it. And I move in for the kiss again. And she's like, no. Ooh. Yeah, man, at this point, the yeah. lightning goes through my body. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, that's a harsh. Yeah. Like, did I just not, like, was this all in my mind? Was, yeah. Am I the worst dating coach in the world? I cannot <laughs> even sense when there's the attraction mm -hmm. and it's really mutual. And, um, okay, so I was like, okay, so sorry if it wasn't there. Maybe I misread it, whatever. We say goodbye. 
Um, but it seemed like a really big deal to her, the way she said no. So the day after I text her something on Instagram, I was like, hey, I can't remember exactly how I said it. I, I will have worded it properly, but something along the lines of, sorry about yesterday, um, maybe I misread it. Uh, you seemed very shocked when I did it and you know, I hope it wasn't a big deal for you or that did I not make something too awkward, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she said like, hey, I really appreciate it. You're sending me this message and uh, no, and I really like the date, but for me, a kiss is like a really big deal. It's very oh. emotional and I will okay. not just have a kiss with anyone. And then I was like, shit, now I like her even more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And uh, then you're like the you're like the kid who wants a toy and can't have it. They're like ah, oh, now I. Oh. That must be part of it, but also because, like, that's quite rare. Like that a kiss is, kiss is very emotional. That a kiss is a big I've, deal, and and the I've had it happen to me as well a few times. Yeah. Where for a girl it was a lot, but it really depends on the way they're raised and their whole view of the world. And like, okay, a kiss is a lot deeper for some people than it is for others. Yeah. And and it was partly the fact that the kiss was such a big deal, and then of course it's partly you can't have what you want. And to be honest, I think it also for me it is like the fact that she is one hundred times more famous than me. I'm like fucking hell that. Oh, was like, it the, the the famous girl? Yeah, uh, ah, I'm not okay, sure if okay. you, if we're talking about the same one, but that's for another time. I know. Sven kept talking about you dating someone. Yeah, so it was pretty famous. Whenever I walked would walk the street with her, man, so many girls knew her and they elbowed her friends. They're like, "Oh my god, look, it's her, it's her!" And then you're walking next to them, next and I'm like, like Ooh, "They're yeah. like, uh, none of them know me. I'm a no one. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a no one to anyone besides guys that have Google dating advice." Yeah, you're a bit like Pete Davidson next to Ariana Grande. No, Pete Davidson is fucking famous, but and I'm a no one. Not super, super famous compared well, to them. It's still uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Pete Davidson. <laughs> no, but you know, she wasn't yeah. Ariana Grande. Like, but well. anyway, so there's all these things adding up, and I just, I just like her a lot. Um, all right, and now it's super shitty because we didn't have the kids at the end of the date, and it's fucking tough to meet up with her because mm -hmm. she keeps going abroad and blah, yeah. blah blah. Um, I think we had one more date later, and again, it was super nice. Um, and then it was my birthday, and I was gonna leave the country, but she was abroad again for some project, and um. She promised me a birthday gift, but I was like, fuck, I'm not going to get it because she's abroad and my birthday is soon. So how can she do it? Yeah. When it was my birthday, she had prepared it all, bro. Oh, yeah. She so even sweet. had um, one famous, um, what do you call it? Like McDonald's, something that you have a lot of in a specific place. Like a branch? Uh, yeah. One thing there. A franchise or something? In yeah. Ukraine, they um, she has like a deal with them and they have stuff named after her. Really? And named after her? Yeah. And That's how famous she is. Okay, so she has stuff named after her at one of these famous franchises. Yeah. And in so Ukraine. she's like, go to this one there yeah. and s s tell your name and there's something there. And I go and she left, she prepared, she left a gift for me there before she left the country. And it was fucking sweet. It was like an inside joke. We both had the, f the same favorite gum. Uh -huh. And she bought like a, a mega box with many packets of gums oh, of those in there. That's a good, that's a good Wrote thing. a cute little motivational quote on it. Um. Yeah, and so I, I got it. And I was like, "Oh, it's happy." And the, the the main best thing is, I was like, "Okay, I didn't make all of this up. It there is something mutual, you know. Yeah, She's not course. putting all this effort yeah. for no reason." And so, and and in this last date, one of the things we were talking about was hedgehogs. I can't remember why, but we were talking about them, and we end the date uh, in a park 
quite late at night. We go home. I was fucking terrified. I didn't dare to kiss, make a kissing move. <laughs> no, of course. Because After like, the, already. <laughs> that huge reaction, I'm like, fuck, you know, I'm never going to try that again. And um, so I walk home in the fucking city center of Kiev where I've never seen any animal besides a bird or a dog that is just mm -hmm. a pet. A fucking hedgehog walks past me, bro. Yeah, all of a sudden. In the city center. And I filmed the little motherfucker and I sent it to her and she's also like mind blowing. It's again, one of these coincidences. Like, what yeah. the hell? Then to make shit even worse. Um, so I leave the country, right? And it's like, okay, will I ever see her again? I don't know. Maybe you move on. I go to Bali later. So a whole of last winter I spent in Bali. And she already told me during the last day that she was also thinking of going there, but she wasn't sure if she was going to make it. And suddenly one of my buddies texts me like, hey, I saw the story of this girl. She's in Bali. I was like, holy fuck. And then I look at her stories and, okay, it looks like she's been there for a couple of weeks and me too. And we, we didn't really know, I guess, because uh -huh. I wasn't texting her all the time or whatever. Um, yeah. Don't even follow her on Instagram. I slide her DM and say, we're both in Bali. We want to meet up. As usual, it's a fucking shit. She's doing one billion million projects, but okay, we meet up. Sunset walk and we do it again and we do it again. All in Bali. A couple times, yeah. That's quite cool. She we made a time for you. Yeah, we that. meet up a couple times and um, she did some shit with her Instagram. Like she put me in some of her stories and stuff. And that was a big deal too. Because some girls that I had been on dates with in Kiev because she was so famous were like, what the fuck? They texted me like, dude, you're in the story of this girl. And I was like, that's awesome. I'm Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, so there must have been something there, but it was so tough. And uh, like I, I never really knew, like, is this going to be something or not? I don't know. You, you know, it's like, I'm really confident that I'm good at dating and mm -hmm. can seduce a girl or have the thing. I can uh, attest to that. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Kenneth. But, you know, as soon as you really care about someone, you, you start doubting anyway. Yeah. And so, okay... My fucking six months in Bali are almost over. And uh, we have like, I have one last meeting with her before we go home. Um, I tell her that I'm going to leave Bali. Okay, she cancels some shit and she comes over. And we have one last date. We, we woke up, uh, we, we met up early in the morning, grab the morning coffee and stuff. And then I, I was just like, we had a really deep conversation, a yeah. rarity for me. You can attest to that. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, it was, it was just super intense. It was on and I came clean. I was like, hey, you know, like I really liked you all this fucking time. Oh, and uh, and I kind of wanted to know, was it just in my head or did you feel the same way? And she's, and she's like, no, I felt the same way. I was like, yeah, but did you like me or was it really like in a romantic way? And, yeah. she, like, and she looks me in the eye and is like, no, it, it was really in a romantic way. Not or yes? It was, yeah, oh, it was. Okay. And I was like... First, I was very relieved. Like, okay, so the final confirmation was there. And then I asked, like, okay, so why did never anything happen? And so when I met her in Ukraine, uh, she came out of a really bad relationship and there was a bunch of drama in her family. And she said, like, I was like, I was uh, purposely, like, kind of pushing you away because mm -hmm. I, I wasn't ready for that and blah, blah, blah. And then... Um, but you can't get rid of Louis Farfield. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can. <laughs> in fact, it's not very hard. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but that was so crazy. And just like from the eye contact and even like the hug that was there, 
Uh, it was so fucking intense. Yeah, it was very. Yeah. Yeah. And she teared up a bit, and I teared up a bit. It was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I just left the country again. And um, well, long story short, now she has a boyfriend. Yeah, but it was yeah, it's a, it was a super super tough thing. How do you feel about it that she has a boyfriend now? Oh, I'm completely fine with it. Um, Right after Bali, I was super bummed. Mm-hmm. Bummed, I was super bummed, but um, moved on pretty quickly. Um, I still think she's super fucking cool, but she's with the dude now, probably super happy. We don't keep in touch, but yeah, it's funny when you asked. I was gonna give a short summary, I think, but I always fail at those. This is a very long, but hey, why not? I mean, yeah, it's a bit of a longer podcast. This one. So what was the question? What is the most romantic? Yeah, some romantic like thing? most romantic kind of date or experience you had with someone doesn't need to include sex or whatever, but sometimes it can just be very intimate. Yeah, so so in the end, we didn't even kiss. You didn't even kiss? Ooh. No. So all kiss. these dates you did? All of them? It's quite interesting because you've been on, well, let's not lie about it. You've been on a lot of dates. A lot. And... Well, this was one of the most memorable ones for you because of how intimate you were with her on a personal level. Yeah, it was 100 times more intimate than many of the days that were physically more intimate, you could say. Yeah. So actually, there's some advice for all the girls out there trying to cuff you. Do not sleep with Louis Farfield. (laughs) (laughs) Keep him waiting until the 10th date, then you get a chance. Honestly, I I wonder if I slept with her, let's say on the first date, if it would have been different. I don't really know. It, I think it just it's difficult I think if you, like really sort of connecting and stuff um, I don't know there was something there that is just very rarely there Man, I don't know it was really fun and there was like something unpredictable to her that also kept stuff exciting yeah because you said to me like she was just walking and then looked up in the sky and like stopped for a moment and just uh, how do you say that like completely took in whatever was what she was mm-hmm. looking at and then kept on walking and did the same thing again. Like she seemed like someone who was very into the moment, I feel. Yeah. And I feel that if you meet someone like that, it's a lot more interesting than someone who's on their phones all the time or not really there with their heads because they're so distracted by anything. And I feel like yeah, in this case... Yeah, she was one of these very... Well, she, her phone is very important to her because of work and shit, but she wouldn't just do it in front of you. Yeah. But yeah, it's also... It's like, it's one of these things that girls really like in a guy, but she was super passionate about the shit that she did and she had a, a million projects and she would talk about them with like burning passion and That's cool. And she involved me in it and it was also really interested in my opinion and stuff. And I feel like with most, like almost all the girls you meet, that like that is very rare to find in a girl. Like to have so many commonalities and that you vibe on not, such a n- good not level? Not even commonalities because her work has nothing to do with my work. But you were interested in it, what she was doing. Yeah, she did a bunch of cool shit, uh, but just the it, it's more like the passion that she had for it was really. Yeah, there. I think the commonality there is like you both have a driving passion for something. I think, and then yeah, hers really outweighed mine though. Yeah, but, well, it doesn't really matter anyway. Maybe the love story one day continues. For now, it is buried, and I wish her the very best times with her boyfriend. <laughs> well, so romantic. Yeah, and he's probably a super cool dude. If she goes for him. Probably cool, dude. Probably, yeah. It, I, I know we're going to wrap this up very quickly. It does remind me of a short story that I have. Yes. Yeah, so it was. But me. is there boobs? There is boobs. Mm. 
There's did you get a kiss? But I did get a kiss, but let's hear it me. was also very intimate. This also happened in Barcelona. Me and Sergio, we met up with Sergio is another coach yeah. uh, who works for our company. He's a Spanish coach. And we were uh, going with these two girls to the beach at 3 or 4 a.m. at night um, after we both went out. And the funny thing is I approached one of them earlier that night who I thought was very interesting and very beautiful, whatever. But the problem was her English was also very bad. So it was, it was hard to communicate. But her friends, who was vibing very well with Sergio, her English was very good. And they could all communicate because they all speak Spanish and, they, and the other friends spoke English with Sergio. But for me, it was a bit difficult. So I was into this girl and I knew she was kind of into me as well, but we had no idea how to yeah communicate that much. And I also got a bit in my head because of it, because I saw the other guys... Well, Sergio and the other girl vibing yeah. so much. And all of a sudden, Sergio has this great idea. I don't know where it came from, but he said like, hey, I have an idea. Let's just look in each other's eyes and not say anything for, I don't know how long. You and your girl? Uh, yeah, all four. Well, me and my girl and he and his girl. Okay. So they were going to do the same and me and the girl. So, okay, like, fuck it. I, I don't have anything to say anyway. And... <laughs> It was we were we were laying there on the beach, well, first sitting, and then we started laying on the on the beach itself, and we were looking in each other's eyes very deeply. And I think for like literally ten to fifteen minutes, it felt so intense. I don't know why we didn't do anything. We we're just looking, yeah, just a it's bit like of a basic tantra yeah. exercise, too, right? Yeah, I don't know. I know I don't know anything about tantra, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of what it you felt like. You just know rough pounding <laughs> 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 and passionate love. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and I, we start to, you know, like touch each other a little bit, but not in a very sexual way. And then I think after 15 minutes, I'm like, fuck it, this tension is just too much. And I start kissing her. I grabbed some boob as well for <laughs> you, for the story. You wanted some boob? Yeah, 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 yeah. I grabbed boob. some boob. <laughs> and we're getting very, like, it's getting very intense. We keep kissing, kissing, like five or 10 minutes even, like straight on. And then we're I'm like, okay, fuck it, it's already, I think, 6 a.m. And we're like, let's move this to our apartment mm. to continue this lovely evening that we're having. And we stand up. The girls, they, uh, they're packing their stuff. And one of the girls notices that her bag is gone. And the other one notices I fucking that knew <laughs> it. The other one notices that her phone is gone. So while we were laying there, while we were so focused on each Man. other, a few guys came. They took that stuff. Oh, and ran away like we didn't even notice because we were so intense and the funny thing is oh you were so lovey-dovey and they stole your fucking shit yeah it was we had such a good evening like it was so nice so intimate so intense for all of us for me it was very intense like i really like felt something as well and i think for her too and we were about to yeah make oh, it like the perfect mood night. ruiner yeah yeah the, the, the mood is completely over yeah because they were trying to still find their stuff, but love is beautiful. But the feeling of of theft ruining your day is even stronger. Welcome to Barcelona. Yeah, but I, I noticed from Dan, Coach Dan, he he had a bunch of adventures on the beach from the clubs and stuff, and he always told me like, "Hey, Louis, if you take someone from a club and you're gonna have sex on the beach, have sex on top of your wallet. Smart. Like lay on top of your shit. Otherwise, Smart. thieves will take it while you're having sex. Yeah, they don't. They're not ashamed of that. They're yeah. like, oh, easy." And I never followed that advice. So what I would do is I would just take my wallet and my phone and press them together as small as possible and just jam it up my asshole. Mm. How did that feel for your asshole? 
I enjoy it, so it makes the sex better, and they, <laughs> the thieves don't go there. <laughs> if I was a thief, I would go there, Louis. 